And if you know somebody severely mentally retarded, a good sign is they're wearing a giant red velvet suit and mm-hmm. pounding down beers and shouting, hey, bro. Um, hey, bro. With their Long Island Railroad ticket waving to anybody who will look at it. <laughs> ma! And, uh, <laughs> hey, ma! <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes the show that gives you a reason to live. Hard-boiled crime boiled down to the hard facts refracted through the prism of a superior mind in search of another mind equally superior. Beaming coherent radiation into an incoherent world with the intensity of 250 trillion lasers from America's largest city, world's loneliest town. The eyes of the world on New York City. A city in protest, marching, chanting, complaining of shortness of breath. A city playing dead. As you know, New York City Crime uh, Report is dedicated to helping young people in the community. We registered to participate in a program through State University of New York, and I'm very happy to have today from Empire State College, uh, college student Kim Manfrey. Hi, Kim. Hi, Pat. Thanks well, for having me. And, yeah. And, and so, Kim, as part of her studies at Empire State College, uh, which um, is where, where is it's in Brooklyn? Is yeah, Borham Hill. Borham Hill. Now, and, and she has a requirement as part of her journalism class to do a certain number of uh, hours, um, like... Uh, on-site. On-site, right. And um, so, uh, how did you uh, come to hear about New York City Carmel? I mean, so, I mean, I guess, you know, we, we had registered for the... And, and, and you chose uh, this to be your your on-site I mean that's it's really it's cool I mean how did that come about yeah actually I'd seen you at Caroline's and um you know you kept bringing up your podcast excuse me mm-hmm. and uh this kind of seemed like the least journalism podcast I'd have to do so that's how you won okay all right cool well thanks Kim uh for um for joining and also joining me now a man uh, who can make justice work for you uh well repeat offender Criminal defense attorney Jim Polk. Hey, Pat. Hey, Jim. Now, uh, a die-in. Uh, we've seen these now, and and this is uh, we, we these started in the eighties, from what I understand. Yeah, apparently. Um, now, I don't remember them, but uh, yeah, I think in London or something. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> we're Americans. London, right? Yeah, <laughs> like die- you can find it on a map. Essentially, it's a uh, roving Jonestown massacre. Uh, <laughs> you know, with uh, uh, key differences here, uh, way more black people were at Jonestown, <laughs> I believe, and uh, and then no one believes in this cause uh, hard enough to drink real poison. Yeah, it seems that way. See, who's to blame for that? Why? <laughs> I think it's the leadership. There's not a man among them who can who can lead with the charisma of a, of a Jim Jones or a Martin Luther King. Did Martin Luther King induce mass suicide? No, but oh. he could have. That's probably true. He certainly could have oh, if that know, was I mean, his dream. This is this has kind of been a problem with America's left for a while. Our our, our parents had Martin Luther King and we get Al Sharpton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's 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 a uh, he's uh, no Martin Luther King, you say? Well, I mean, you know, besides snitching to the FBI, um, largely disgracing himself at every possible chance he absolutely gets, the Tawana Bradley, you you name it. I mean, Al Sharpton is wherever there's trouble to exploit, Al will be there. Plus, he's got a big head, you know, gigantic. Yeah, and uh, well, he he's not even a Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also. Uh, a great leader <clears throat> in the prescribed uh, so 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 the Roman city uh, uh, drinking the uh, white gilt Kool Aid, uh, dying, dying in 
Dying in. They're, they're laying down. Hammering themselves onto a cross. It's like a sit-in, but one extra physical step. Resurrecting themselves over and over again. It's it's like a masturbatory act of uh, Christ-like civil disobedience. No, that's a that's a that's a generous perspective on it. <laughs> uh, Christ-like civil disobedience. Yes. Well, you have to look to the front of that sentence for the disclaimer. <laughs> now they uh, uh, you, and when you have thousands of people mindlessly doing the same thing. Then and then dot dot dot. Now they stage die-ins at uh, Grand Central, Macy's, the Apple Store. Now they the they thank God getting some shopping done. I would assume. I assume nothing you know. is more offensive than the Apple Store. No, I hate the Apple Store. What are you talking about? I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about. It's what made me fear Apple products forever. I hate anything that's a cult-like mentality. Oh. And the Apple Store is is exactly that. And by the way, your Genius Bar, you don't have to be a genius to tell me to buy a new iPhone. That's not brilliance. Mm. Well, they have to recognize when you need one, though. And by the way, if you if you know so much, why are you there asking them? Because I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> they're they're and I'm they're, trying to avoid buying a new one. That's why they're amazing machines, you know. Well, the swarm stopped momentarily at one of the 283 public bathrooms in the city. They staged a wait-in line in. Uh, one one malcontent ordered a grand a grande chai latte. Yeah, I think the rule on protesting is is make sure you don't have anything that's going to make you pee a lot mm, when well, you're dying in in New right. York City because we are. At a mass lack of public bathrooms in this city. Well, you know, the, uh, uh, so long as you've got a Starbucks, you've got a bathroom. And the wait grew long there. You know, in the bathroom, a homeless man staged a, uh, a, a wash his balls in the sink in. <laughs> they had to wait a long time. He put his homeless balls in the sink, Jim. Uh, yeah, the sink! The oh. Starbucks sink where your wife sleeps, where your children <laughs> play with their toys. Really, Pat? Really? You're, you're worried that somebody's placing their balls in a New York City sink. I guarantee you that's probably <laughs> probably number five or six on the most disgusting thing that has happened in that sink within the last month. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's still pretty high. As the city uh, now has begun to, to do an amazing uh, impression of a portly grown man with a shaved head lying on his side, propelling himself in a circle and repeating the sound woo, now enters... Cuomo, 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 desperate to quell the fires of protest in the city. He had a sit-down, Jim, with Jay-Z. With Jay-Z. That's right. Yes. Jay-Z, governor of the state of New York, Cuomo, 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 met with Jay-Z for a policy discussion on the subject of how cops enforce the laws. Now I have no idea how (laughs) Cuomo actually managed to get a meeting with Jay-Z. Yeah, I mean, Jay-Z is not not an easy man to speak to. No, he is not. I'd also like to... What were they doing, throwing their marginal black leader dart at a board and seeing who it landed on as who's going to represent people. I mean, yeah, what do yeah, we know about Jay-Z? Exactly. Um, what's, what's next? Bill Bratton golfing with Kanye West? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, we let's see. We know, we know Jay-Z has a clothing company. Mm-hmm. They say he's like the owner of the Nets, but he owns like a concession stand at Barclays. He's yeah. like a less than 1% owner. He owns the crack concession. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you've ever been to Barclays, that's a, that's an NBA arena quite like no other. Mm. I've never seen one with a 50-50 raffle before. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> or a hype man. <laughs> oh, I think I get it. I'm, I, it's, it's true, though. I went there for the first time. I was very excited to see the new arena. Some girl comes out and is like, Brooklyn into hell! So then there's going to be a 
a raffle? It's like, I'm staying a Knicks fan. <laughs> I mean, Jay-Z is about as big as big, uh, celebrities get, you know, and it's just, it's reassuring the governor has that kind of clout, you know? Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think Chris Christie would get to meet with Jay-Z? I don't think so. This is a New York-only thing. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, and Jay-Z's going, hey, uh, look, we got to stop the police brutality, but if they get anywhere near my home, you got to fucking <laughs> kill somebody. <laughs> do what you got to do. Uh, and you know, you I, really, you know, you think like uh, that 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 the meeting with Jay Z that seems more like a De Blasio sort of thing. Yeah, that's a total De Blasio. That's stunt, a man, but... a man of De Blasio stature in the community. He's probably got Jay Z on uh, speed dial, right? I don't know if Jay Z is really, you know, I don't know if city mayors really have the kind of pull to get to Jay Z. They're busy I bet hanging he knows around him with so Al. well. I bet he, I bet they talk so often. He's got it fixed on his phone that when he <laughs> wants to talk to Jay Z, he doesn't have to enter the whole number. Yeah. Hey, Jazz. Uh, he what are we just, up to today? He hits one number, speed <laughs> dial. I, I guess it's still okay to say speed dial. <laughs> or, yeah. Siri, call Jason. Everyone is on speed dial. Now, uh, look, uh, do you, do you, by the way, do you want to know who I've got on speed dial? Who's that? I bet you would. I do. It's confidential. I can't reveal that sort of thing. No, but you know all the big comedians, Pat. It would compromise my integrity as a journalist. I bet you Bill Cosby won't leave you alone. Oh, you see? (laughs) No! (laughs) But while people light torches... We have a nice young intern here. I'm sure he'll be around momentarily. Mm -hmm. While Home Depot... (laughs) (laughs) I think you're sexually harassing her, by the way. While Home Depot... I don't work for anybody. (laughs) And by the way, uh, good good job on the journalism intern. It must be it must be amazing to bask in the glow of a journalism of the caliber of Pat Dixon that just emanates out of him. I well, mean, I'm so impressed right now. It's it's incredible. <laughs> she's uh, you know I'm overwhelmed. She's a new convert. You know, she hadn't heard of the show apparently. Uh, you know, and Never. Uh, you know you don't know the impact that the show has on New York City, but uh, it's considerable. I know you must be new in town. Uh, you know, uh, going to school and everything. Right, you, you have your journalism degree, but, Pat. Uh, yeah. And give her well, some pointers. Uh, yeah, I, actually, uh, <laughs> I don't have that. You know, I, uh, I don't. I don't. You, do you see anything hanging on a wall here? Anything that looks diploma-like? No, in the smallest room in New York City, we don't hang those things. That also would compromise my integrity as a journalist. But what's happening in New York City? Home Depot is temporarily sold out of pitchforks. Uh, <laughs> people are lighting torches. Three police officers punched by protesters oh this week. Yeah, and they got uh, punched. <laughs> yes, Being got police punched. officers. Yeah, yeah. And Who knew that job could be violent? Well, it is. It is. <laughs> and uh, and and they have planned now a large gathering at Washington Square Park, probably happening right now. Planning to march to one police plaza. They have demands now. Where's De Blasio? That's the question. Well, he's not meeting with Jay Z. He's not on hand. He's the man of the people, as you recall. He lived for the first few months of his reign in Brooklyn, doing yard work, drinking lemonade in the yard. Because when I think of the people of New York, I think of Park Slope, Brooklyn. You think of Park Slope, leafy Park Slope. Uh, where the uh, I think the the median income is uh, it's around a hundred grand or something like that maybe yeah. but he's uh, that's now he's up there surrounded by old money he's not there anymore no he's, he's at Gracie now he's at the city's richest neighborhood that's right the, our mansion that wasn't good enough for Manhattan's our Manhattan's only registered Republican <laughs> uh, ma- majority that's where they are did you know that uh, registered that, Republicans outnumber the Democrats there that's the only place that's in all the, of New York in all of Manhattan oh of all of Manhattan and maybe okay. Staten Island and uh, Queens yeah. you could find places I was gonna say yeah but not in manhattan and uh he lives there now with co-mayor uh, shirlane mccray mm-hmm. living it up like tom and helen willis the mythical upper east side of manhattan 
That makes Moving that reference that, that reference is is completely lost on uh, our, our intern here. Actually, me too. She's uh, no, you know what? Like yeah, you, no, you said moving on up. You I know, know yeah, you yeah. got it eventually. And now the now the park <laughs> the parks department just raised the wall. His security detail said that in light of the recent uh, White House fence jumpings, well, they need extra fence. And uh, this is, it was just a wall. Now it's this ten foot deal. I don't know if you've seen pictures of it, Jim. It's mm-hmm. pretty imposing. Uh, you know, it's a privacy fence, he calls it. Because, you know, when a man fears for his safety, he needs his privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite part about it is, is this is this is such a de Blasio. I'm scared shitless, but I'm the voice of American liberalism, so I can't pretend I'm scared of the people protesting Eric Garner. So I'll call it a privacy fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't call it a massive fucking wall to keep you out, which is what it is. Because <laughs> when a couple hundred thousand or so angry people march up to your mansion on the Upper East Side, you don't want to have to wave at them from yeah, the front yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather continue my barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to be disturbed. I want some private moments in my home. And then, yeah, in the West Village now, Washington Square Park, a large number of protesters are meeting. Also around uh, this time of year, every year around this time of year, uh, around, uh, well, thousands and and an estimated 30,000 this year uh, of retarded people. They have an event called SantaCon. Oh, good God. Now, these people who are mentally deficient to begin with, and I don't mean this figuratively, these are men who are afflicted with Down syndrome. They are profoundly (laughs) retarded. Many of them cannot speak clearly. They drag their knuckles on the ground. Many of them bark like dogs. They hump the legs of passersby. They drink heavily. (laughs) So they're already medically, you know, there's a spectrum for these things. You know that. They throw that away. Forget the spectrum. They're under the spectrum. There's them, there's a bunch of dead space, and then the bottom end of the spectrum of what you would call regular retarded. And then on top of that, they they drink. Now, so for this event, uh, and and every single one of them to a man dressed as Santa Claus, (laughs) Uh, the event is SantaCon, and it has a, it has a short history. It's uh, some shit they came up with in Bushwick. Yep. Now, so Jim, uh, is it illegal to serve to intentionally serve uh, alcohol to a person who is severely mentally retarded? No, it is not. No. So uh, then, how how could it possibly be legal to do? That? I mean, it isn't doesn't it create a public danger? And isn't there a problem with figuring out well how much of this is the alcohol and how much of this is the syndrome? Well, I mean, really, what it is 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 any time a bar serves somebody, they're taking on a risk because mm-hmm. there's all sorts of what's called dram shop acts, which um, a bar can be sued if they make somebody simply too drunk and that person goes out and hurts somebody. It's not illegal to serve somebody who's even too blisteringly intoxicated, but you can be in quite a bit of legal financial trouble for doing it. And if you know somebody severely mentally retarded, a good sign is they're wearing a giant red velvet suit and mm-hmm. pounding down beers and shouting, Hey, bro. Um, hey, bro. With their Long Island Railroad ticket waving to anybody who will look at it. <laughs> ma! And, uh, <laughs> hey, ma! <laughs> so, some owners have made it clear that uh, participants in SantaCon are not welcome to celebrate in their establishments. And, and uh, so from a civil, a civil liberties point of view, are they within their rights to refuse entry to customers based on their much lower than standard IQ? Not on their much lower than standard IQ. No. Maybe they're radiate out, it fits. 
Okay. <laughs> so, so if you're much lower than standard IQ, and wearing you, a uniform. <laughs> okay. So that uh, so dressing as Santa alone would be enough for people to go. Yeah, we can't we can't let you in here. Not the color of your skin and not your IQ, but based on uh, the color of your outfit. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's you can you can refuse people service for things that are offensive. I mean, you can you can throw people who are wearing swastikas out of your bar. You can uh, you can say I don't want you know a certain standard. You know, I mean, that's why. Are you certain- equating the Chris Kringle uh, outfit with um, with with Nazis? No, I was equating SantaCon. Oh. Yeah, but I'm, well, the outfit though. The outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. They're just not quite as organized. I mean, I, I think nothing about that charming guy at Macy's is not a Nazi. He's a good Santa. If, but if they ever organized like the Nazis did, we would really be in trouble. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's it's. I just think it's awesome. We have in New York City. We have uh, however many thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people protesting uh, in order to uh, uh, you know to to get, have their voice heard about this non-indictment of Pantaleo down in. in in Staten Island and they're concerned about Ferguson and they're concerned about and then and these guys are dressing up like Santa mm-hmm. and going on a pub crawl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same weekend. Here's my idea. All the police who want to kill people for no reason, SantaCon. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not for no reason. That's what it is. It's not satisfying in the I same mean if way. you wanna if you wanna if you want a violation, because most of them never commit anything more than violation. You want to kill somebody over disorderly conduct, I say SantaCon is the time to do it. If no one would be up in arms if that chokehold video was some douchebag from New Jersey wearing a Santa outfit on SantaCon. Amen. New York City <laughs> is up in arms, though, and up in hands, marching around the city. Protesters so angry they're rhyming. It's funny how if you're angry as an individual, you just yell, you know? But yeah. If you're angry as a group, you make rhymes. Rhymes are always good. You know, they they seem to be, uh, it's, it's, it's like some kind of a Dr. Seuss syndrome or something, you know? And I think, uh, and, and here we have... I did not choke him in a house. Yes. I did not choke him with a mouth. <laughs> Eric Garner, Michael Brown, shut it down, shut it down. Yes. And uh, I think the reason that they include Michael Brown is because he's easier to rhyme. Much easier. You can't rhyme Garner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With like, I hey, Eric Garner, he's no charmer. He's I, you no know, charmer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what the protesters would say. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You got to really stretch it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or for, foreigner, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really funny one. Don't choke, uh, don't choke Garner. You know, yeah, the yeah. killing of a. They're, they're angry about the killing of a borderline innocent man in Eric Garner. Uh, now, for the NYPD, public relations with the city's criminals are at a low ebb. Yes. And many lawbreakers, particularly repeat offenders, feel that the police have demonstrated bias against them. Against uh, criminals now is is it see this is just good journalism is it tough to (laughs) and it's tough to argue with that you know I mean because the arrest at hand now when Eric Garner forced a routine confrontation with officers he said I can't breathe literally eleven times he said I can't breathe eleven times in one breath apparently now would it be would it be feasible. Uh, for the police and the criminals in New York City, since he said it 11 times, no response, would it be conceivable for the police and criminals in New York City to agree on a safe word? <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, could that I love work? How you, I love how you just assume I'm going to back right like, into like, the criminals uh, of New York City. Like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Peaches! <laughs> Battery! <laughs> I mean, what can you do in a situation like that? I mean, were his rights violated, do you think? Yes. Okay. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm sorry, but, you know, this is, this is one of those situations where uh, 
you know, I mean, a man who's under suspicion, that was the initial report for selling loose cigarettes, is choked to death. Mm-hmm. With what appears to me to be a chokehold. I mean, I, I've seen every sort of guy who trains bail bonds agents acting as an expert on chokeholds saying it was, some saying it wasn't. But to me, your arms around his neck, the medical examiner real, um, rules that the actions of another resulted in his death. That's the definition of a homicide on the particular situation. Right. And moreover, here's what I really didn't see. I didn't see Eric Garner resist in a particularly significant way and or threaten to injure anybody up to and including the officers. He didn't threaten to injure anybody. Or hurt anybody. They, no, they really could have said, like, look, you know, we will, uh, you know, maybe threaten some force before they before they take the action. Yeah, I mean, I think Eric Garner was a pretty bad one. Now, the real problem I have with this whole thing, though, Pat, well, is... Well, right, hold, hold on. Well, about this, though, about, uh, to the chokehold point. Now, uh, here's the difference. From what I understand, this is their explanation, yeah. right? A chokehold would be cut, choking off the blood, and, and what he yeah. did choked off the air. Uh, there was no damage to his windpipe, so it was when he say takedown hold. He basically remember when you would watch uh, wrestling as a kid. Yeah, the sleeper. The, the sleeper hold is what he put on him. Now he put the sleeper hold on him, <laughs> which I never thought it would come into play. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never thought it was real. It's real. Yeah, you <laughs> like put him, well, in, in 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 wrestling, it's probably not. Yeah, it's just you know, like... that'd be great if when he went down, they like put, came and pick up his arm. You know, and, like, <laughs> three times. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a it, it is it is a shame. I, I think, though, would you expect what he did to kill somebody? I wouldn't. It do, I, I certainly wouldn't expect it to to uh, to kill him that quickly. And he didn't die on the scene, die in the ambulance. Uh, and these, I mean, I just say facts. You know what I mean? This is no, no, journalism. This is all very true. But but I just wouldn't have expected that to be. And 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 I don't think it was his friend. You know, by the way, videoing. Mm-hmm. And 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 he doesn't sound like yeah. This is, he's dead. You know, nobody nobody thought he, that this would kill him. Uh, so I, like, I don't know if that's the case. I really don't know if that's the case. One really? of the more interesting parts of the video that I see, and the NYPD will never confirm or deny this, mm-hmm. it looks like there's a Who's, uniform. And by the way, they're listening right now. Yeah. So Oh, yeah, I'm so concerned. Uh. I'm really popular <laughs> among them anyway. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you know, um, there, is a, there is a uniformed officer mm-hmm. that as Panatiello is on top of Garner, and whereas Garner looks like he's semi-immobile, um, this uniform officer almost seems like he's trying to kind of coax Panatiello off of Eric Garner mm-hmm. and looking very, very concerned. You know, he doesn't actually grab and force him off. And I saw people around screaming. He's saying he can't breathe. I, I think there were people concerned on the scene. That's one of the uh, that's one of the characterizations the NYPD's made. I don't entirely agree with. Yeah, I you see. I, I I think that it's one of those things where I I didn't see it being like uh, one of these. Where uh, you get a chorus of people that are freaking the fuck out, but but you know, to your mm-hmm. point, I, I'm sure people were somewhat alarmed. I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, they're also angry about Caucasian Islands' failure to prosecute uh, strangler slapper tapper indictment dodger Daniel Pantaleo. Now, uh, uh, institutionalized bias for criminals really has no name. It has no face, except maybe the culprit. Staten Island DA Dan Donovan, son of Irish American longshoreman and a and a Polish American uh, uh, garment worker. So basically, I'm Dan Donovan. Well, yeah, you I'm come an from Irish a Polish... American longshoreman's son, uh-huh. whose mom was Polish American, and I'm a lawyer. No way. Yes. Are you really? Yes. <laughs> So you hate black people. Uh, He's the uh, Dan Donovan is also the prosecutor of Method Man. 
Yes, you would have was. defended Method Man. I would have defended Method Man. And maybe he wouldn't have had to pay a hundred grand in Wu Tang dollars. No, he would have paid that in legal fees. Uh, <laughs> the, the grand jury was deciding whether or not to indict Pantaleo, and Donovan removed the option for, from what I understand, reckless endangerment. Is that right? Yes, he did. From now what I understand as okay, well. Okay, right. We'll never know. We don't. We won't see the grand jury. Well, he, that's what he said, though. Yeah. I mean, like this is admitted. That's yeah. just like you know. I, mean, I say admitted, but it's like stated. Now, why, other than the fact that he didn't want the cop to get indicted, would he do that? <laughs> Largely because he didn't want the cop to get indicted. It's, I don't think of any other reason. It's a straight-up pro It's actually move. the best charge you've got. It's the best charge you've got. I think so. Now, was there any way, limited to the options that they had, this grand jury could indict Dan Pantaleo? Is there any way, in your opinion? Absolutely. Really? Saul Weprin was uh, was a appellate court judge, said very brilliantly you could indict a ham sandwich. Most people have absolutely no idea what a grand jury is, and when you explain it to them, they're kind of horrified that it exists. Mm -hmm. A grand jury is 23 people, chosen largely at random, mostly on availability. Side note, I've had a lot of professional comics tell me they've sat on a grand jury, because who else can sit doing nothing from 9 to 5, 5 days a week for 3 weeks straight, Yeah, for yeah. $40 a day. But, what? What? How much? <laughs> what? Like, uh, um, but I uh, know, grand jury sergeant lar selected largely on availability. There is a prosecutor, and the prosecutor brings the witnesses into the room. There's no defense attorney, there's no judge, there's no real checks on it, and the prosecutor asks questions to try and get the grand jury to vote for an indictment. That's mm -hmm. what it is, yeah. day in and day out. And I've had prosecutors tell me, sort of on the side, my supervisors won't let me make an offer, I'm going to tank this at grand jury. Just, I'm going to go present it to a way I don't think they'll vote to indict. And I've had others that will go out of their way to indict stuff they probably shouldn't. You can indict almost anything if you really focus on how to do it. They don't have to present all the conflicting witnesses. They never prevent all the conflicting witnesses, except seemingly like when a cop is involved. And these ham sandwiches are tired of taking the rap. Yeah, man. Um, that was a real quote, by the way, for Saul Weprin, appellate <laughs> court judge. You could indict a ham sandwich. Yeah. Well, uh, so your theory is then that uh, aside from from uh, removing the option to for reckless endangerment, which is the only one that doesn't involve intent. Yes. Because they have to say that he intended to kill him. Yes. Uh, that is difficult to say at best. I think it's very difficult to say he intended to kill him. I think it's really difficult to say he intended to do serious injury. Mm -hmm. Reckless endangerment only requires you behave in a way that's reckless and likely to cause injury. Yeah. And I think that's the one that would have stuck. It and here's my answer as to why he really didn't. Because Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, where all the angry protesters who are dying in don't live in Staten Island. No, they do not. Which means they don't vote for Dan Donovan. Mm -hmm. Every cop, firefighter, and sanitation worker lives in Staten Island. Hey, Ma! <laughs> Every guy at SantaCon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, it's a true fact. Uh, they would not let them get on to the Staten Island ferry to go down to Staten Island. I think that was what was... I remember the protesters, when, when the first cop got punched, the first video I saw, That's uh, it was outside the Staten Island ferry. It's like, you guys are lucky you didn't get on that ferry. Yeah. Staten Island's got a lot of people that are not... Uh, that just don't agree with your point of view. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're... I don't think the die-in goes quite as well on Staten Island as it does in, you know, Grand Central. It's a different different sort of die-in. <laughs> Moreover, it's a very much more suburban environment. I mean, there's people over there with trucks that literally can run over 15, 16 people. Better hit the ground running. <laughs> 
Uh, can there be justice for a black man? That's the question. I Who mean, let, let alone a black man named Brown. Uh, President Obama said, we recognize uh, this is an American problem. It's not just a black problem, a brown problem, or a Native American problem. It's an American problem. When anybody in this country is not being treated equally under the law, uh, that's a problem. Now, uh, can you? It, I think both sides of this situation kind of stopped for a second being angry when, when the president spoke. And then just, uh, what, 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 did you just bring up the Indians? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> can you imagine having a job that enables you to say something that stupid and have it pass as an actual statement? It's, a, it's, it's not just a Native American problem. I want to get that across. Why would he mention it's not just a Native American problem? It's, uh, don't be confused by what you've heard, what you've read. If <laughs> you're laboring under the misconception that this is 100% Native American, it's not a Chippewa problem, it's not a Choctaw problem, or even a Cherokee, Creek, or Kickapoo problem. When, and when it comes to minorities, Native Americans really are kind of the ultimate minority because they were so oppressed that there's literally almost none of them left. Isn't it great? You couldn't stave a Jedi in anymore with yeah. them because they're all dying. It's called genocide. Yeah. You know? I mean, the, 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 it's it's really a statement. Jim Crow was bad. To the to, to what a great country this is. The Native Americans <laughs> were anymore. a persecuted uh, yeah. minority group. The, the first ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they, just, to, just to rub they, it in. They came with the place. We have a major holiday with a giant parade to celebrate the guy who did it yeah. every year. Columbus Day. That'd be the it. Ties. <laughs> hey, Ma! <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I mean, at least at least they don't have a Jim Crow parade to rub it into black people. Do they not? Uh, well, I mean, no, I, I think they don't. Yeah, occasionally. I would be curious to see how lazy people are versus how racist, though. Would you take off for Jim Crow Day? Yeah, the Native Americans were kind of like that. They, they were kind of like the photo that came with the frame, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, well, get rid of this. <laughs> but uh, that, that's what I mean, he we said. We still brag that these, we still say people like Leif Erikson and Columbus discovered America. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, how, that's how bad it is for Native Americans. Well, that's how good it is to be white. Yes. And European, <laughs> as we as some people would say. Now, uh, I, I look, and, and, and uh, hey, God bless, and I'm a little bit Cherokee myself. You know? Are you really? I, I, I've got some persecuted minority in me, you can tell. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. If anybody else said that, though, Pat you'd talking mock them. <laughs> <laughs> sitting something. Yeah. Uh, here's another statement about Garner that was made. Um, and, and I'm quoting now. He tried working with the Parks Department, but he had asthma. You know, he had issues. You know, heavy guy. He was lazy. You know, he didn't like to do anything. Now, who do you think said that? Could that be a former Mayor Giuliani? <laughs> it seems like something he'd say. <laughs> that sound, that's a good guess. Uh, 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 could it be former Mayor Bloomberg? Because, every you know, he'll put his foot in his mouth. Or Eric Garner's grieving widow. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Mm. Is it the grieving widow? It is. Absolutely. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's qualify the word grieving here. Uh, she's, I think the grieving part might be over. Now she's just a regular, regular ass widow. Yeah. Uh, these protests, they started late Wednesday, Thursday, all through the weekend. Wait, and then a Sunday stop. morning, hold on, Garner's went, she appeared on NBC's Meet the Press saying she didn't think her husband's death was a black and white thing. Go back to the actual quote. Give it to me again. There what it is. was it? Yeah. All right. He tried working with the Parks Department, but he but he had asthma. You know, he, he had issues. You know, I'm going to read it as Obama. Yeah, please. <laughs> Lazy, you know. <laughs> she said uh, he had issues, you know, heavy guy. And he was just, and he wasn't, not just very lazy. Uh, he was very lazy, you know. He didn't like to do anything. 
it's quite a eulogy it is i mean it's just it's like it's (laughs) not a dry eye in the house i mean that's a that's a widow for you yeah that's a clearly clearly they asked her on the day that she had to take the garbage out yeah maybe 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 he just beat the fuck out of her you know could that be i don't know i I, I, we don't want to say that do we no probably not but garner uh you know but she's but something she wasn't she she wasn't she wasn't thrilled uh, (laughs) with the deceased she doesn't think it's a black and white issue. Well, you know, and he kind of like he sort of, uh, you know, he he backs up her story there. You know what I mean? Because he he can be said, seen in the video saying, "I didn't do anything," so it kind of checks out. <laughs> He's doing just what he wanted. I, although the guy I saw there was not very lazy. No, he uh, <laughs> he 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 uh, he was not. He he did die quickly though. You know what I mean? You think of being arrested like thirty times already? He had a record thirty times. Been arrested. Do you think he could manage to pull it off without dying all over the place? <laughs> I actually looked into this because I have a friend who represented Eric Garner at um, Staten Island Legal Aid, mm-hmm. um, and I said, you know, I was like, I, you, you you love the the post reports like he's been arrested thirty times. Yeah. I was like, does that mean actual thirty times? Does that mean thirty actual charges on three arrests? What does that actually mean? And, um, you and your lawyers speak. Yeah, yeah. God forbid we should actually sort out the facts. Um, and well, um, details do matter. So but, I'm curious. Um, no, I looked for this and I couldn't find it. One of them was for assault. Yeah. And 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 a, a bunch for selling cigarettes. Ton. You know, it was mostly what he did was selling untaxed cigarettes. Yeah. And um, and the assault I believe actually resulted in a non-criminal offense. Like his criminal record was not particularly bad for all of his arrests. Right. It was well, certainly not as bad as the average person in my offices. Well, yeah. Where is your office, by the way? 953 Franklin Avenue, Garden City, New York. Please call 516-280-9035. You know, if you need an attorney, (laughs) if you've, uh, let's say someone has accused you of something you didn't do. Better yet, let's say they've accused you of something you did do. Well, you don't want to pay the price for that. Who would? Contact Mazzy and Polk. Mazzy and Polk is a legal firm that will help justice work for you. And you can get them uh, on their website. You can get Jim on his for Christ's sake, he's going to tell you his cell phone number. 516-587-9786. Does that sound like a guy who's afraid to hear from you and, and to hear about your problem? I mean, wherever you are in New York, if you're in if you're in if you're in any of the boroughs, if if you're hell, if you're out of town 20 minutes, you will go 20 minutes out of town. I might like to think I'm really only admitted in New York, but yeah, out of the city, I go out of the city. That's exactly right. Long Island, Westchester. I mean, you name it. Yeah, and and uh, what's the number again? Five one six two eight zero nine zero. Helping justice work for you, and and rewind it if you need to. That's the phone number. Mazzy and Polk. Mazzypolk.com. That's M A Z Z E I P O L K. dot com. Uh, these are shocking statements coming from the woman's video, uh, uh, from the woman's uh, widow, rather. The man's widow. The man's widow. Whatever. <laughs> I think the thing I love about her saying all that is that it comes from a real place. You know? Yeah. You don't say something like that at a time like this unless it is 100% what you believe to be true. And, uh, and, and, and you got protesters now. They've taken it to the streets. And they're so willing to go out in the cold. Sometimes it was wet. Race baiting all over the city. She says, yeah, it's probably not about race. So, you I'm not know. not sure I agree, but okay. Yeah, I mean, is it? Really, like, the president says it's not about race. Oh, well. That's it's an American a, problem. That's, that's, it's not even about Native Americans <laughs> exclusively. That's, that's reassuring. <laughs> and the president says that it must be so. I uh, could not agree with you more. A bipolar man. Presidents wouldn't lie. 
in the throne. I, mean, I think politicians in this country have a very good reputation. Oh, oh yeah, you know, it's <laughs> they, uh, they, they, you know, is it is it earned the reputation of politicians? You know, I mean, you know, you get a few bad eggs here and there. I mean, you get a you get a Robert McDonald every now and then, but uh, you know, it's 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 for the most part. I mean, you know, an occasional Bill Clinton perjury sort of situation or a. You know, or Robert Byrd, uh, yeah, Robert uh, you know, Byrd, uh, uh, <laughs> trying to trying to keep segregation in place. Yeah, I mean, you know, same with Strom Thurmond. You know, it's it's. I mean, you know, but other than those guys, I think it's been pretty good. Yeah, other than those guys and and Reagan uh, being senile and still. Yeah, in that, office, that was that was that was a bad. You know, I mean, Nixon's tapes. For, but other yeah, than that, other than that, you know, <laughs> like the uh, the, uh, the inability of uh, Carter to uh, to lead. I guess. You know, I mean, you know, Roosevelt interning Japanese people. But other than that, I think they've had a pretty good reputation. Most of the presidents have been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sleeping around on their wives, yeah. like Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, bipolar man uh, in the throes of an anti-Semitic episode was killed by NYPD after storming a synagogue, stabbing an earnest young Judent in the head, slicing into the into the man's young Jew brain. Uh, could, could he breathe? He, he could breathe, <laughs> and, he, and he still was breathing. And he's he's you know for Christ's sake, he's he's about recovered. His mom yeah. has come from Israel. She's worried sick. She's here now. Good. She's here with us now. <laughs> she's not yeah, with yeah, us now. She's, yeah, no. she's a guest. Uh, yeah, uh, this guy is dead now. He was shot. There's a great video of this. You can see this on the New York City Crime Report uh, Facebook page. It's uh, it, it's on Facebook, and you can find it under the New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon. Uh, it, it, this, this was quite a fun thing to watch. Uh, the, the, boy, the, the Post could not wait to get this out. You know, because Post is a little bit... I don't know if you've noticed this, Jim. They sort of favor the law and order side. They seem to. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that's that's fine. I mean, our poor and tired, oppressed policemen need a solid voice in their camp. Yeah. Well, they got Patrick Lynch, you know, writing an occasional oh, editorial. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, has he been funding all this. You know... If uh, ever a man could put out a fire with gasoline, it's Pat Lynch. I could not agree more. <laughs> he's he's a guy who, uh, yeah, he's going to, like, if you say something, he's going to say something four times louder. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, he's... Uh, now, lately, uh, it's this uh, sergeant... Uh, there's, a, there's a guy with the sergeant's union or something like that, and he says that, hey, look... Uh, fuck you, De Blasio. Basically, you know, yeah, don't come to our funerals. Don't come to our funerals. Yeah, okay. They sent out an email saying, "Listen, guys, uh, you don't want these. They don't support us." That's De Blasio. Immediately, you know, he's not the most pro cop guy in the world. No, he comes out and says, uh, "Hey, I tried to train my son not to like fuck with cops because uh, you know I don't want him to be choked to death. I don't want him to be choked to death." Right. I also love the idea. This is this is how what cracks me up about the police union. The minute you do anything that's mildly critical of cops, they turn into, like, the cool kids club. Mm-hmm. Well, fine, you can't come to our funerals anymore. Like, I mean, it's just, it's this, it's, it's like, ooh, God. Like, you know, I don't have to listen to the bagpipes. Well, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah do you think any part of de Blasio wants to go to some no, cop's funeral? No, he's like, thank you, that yeah. actually is very nice. I can sleep in, you know. I was, he was going to show up late anyway. Yeah. As, a, as, as we know. He's, With a casserole. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is late everywhere he goes. And and uh, this the, 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 the cop statement, too, is... It, it's funny because, like, uh, you know, the funerals, it's like they what they did is they politicized this before de Blasio could. You know, de Blasio likes to, like, show up mm-hmm. and, to politicize some cop's death. Well, they're like, we're politicizing you not politicizing it. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're making a statement about how you're not allowed to come I mean, the next this. cop's funeral is actually literally going to be politicizing caving in on itself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's going to be, we're making this so political by mocking those politicizing us. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to be terrible. You know, uh, and, and, and uh, that might be why he's having to build a wall now, you know, because he's not really getting the police protection that he so richly deserves <laughs> as mayor. You know, I mean, he's already got a black wife, you know, that's one strike against him, and yeah. they're not going to get the protection that he wants, you know, but uh, I mean. It's the father a, of Bruno Mars. According to the. <laughs> Who that kid looks like Dante, Dante, the Afro, the man that that that, that helped win a that helped change the world, really. You know, a hairstyle that changed the course of New York City and therefore world history. Now, De Blasio kind of came in on this uh, idea of like, hey man, uh, I'm cool. Uh, I, things are going to change around here. It's going to be uh, the government, going well. The government and 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 uh, minorities and and you know relations between police and the community is so much better. You know, yeah. well, crime has continued to go down. But the relations, fucked. Mm -hmm. Worse than ever. How did that happen? What's the explanation? I mean, it doesn't help to just kind of choke a guy to death that, that right. really did it in i mean that well was... yeah but they but you know like there's ways of of like uh you know uh, uh, uh speaking to the community right i mean like uh you know i mean like that was the idea shit like that's not supposed to happen no i know and uh you know yeah, ray it, kelly's cops didn't choke anybody to death you know it would also i mean look at the bad press of the police are they are their own worst enemy in so much of this too i mean you know obviously you got to have a modicum of politics to be the leaders of police unions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you've got to understand that black people are largely going to side with Bill de Blasio on mm-hmm. most issues. He's the mayor of them. I mean, he ran on a platform of improving minority relations. They still love him to this day. Yeah, well, he so does what the jump the police, up SmackDown. Yeah, but so what did the police do? Didn't see Bloomberg doing immediately, that. Immediately, immediately do every antagonistic statement you could possibly make. Mm-hmm about their new mayor on this particular situation. And the real problem with this Eric Garner thing is I would say, what cracks me up is a grand jury is a litmus test of the legal system. That's all it was ever designed to be. It was never designed to be anything more. It was, you have any evidence to go to trial? Yeah, good, good enough for us, now go to trial and sort this all out. Right. There is no regulatory body at all. There is no form of internal review, internal complaint, anything in a police force that would actually make anybody feel like something like this. It's been reduced to they have to give these cases to grand jury. Mm-hmm. And when de Blasio actually came out and said, maybe we should have something like that, they took his head off. Yeah. Well, he also, I think the thing they got the most angry about is that he said that, that, that his son had to be specially trained to deal with the cops in such a way that he didn't get killed. Now, uh, that's not the kind of thing they like to hear. However, of not. however, if Eric Garner had undergone this training, he may be alive today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I mean, that's something you don't think about, you know? It's but also... maybe, maybe that's a good way to train people, you know? It's like, hey, look, uh, if the cops are around, be chill, you know? I mean, like... Uh, Let I mean... me ask you this, realistically, everybody here. I mean, do you everybody. not find... <laughs> yeah, all three of us, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you not find cops intimidating? Have you not had an experience with police war intimidating? Yes, of course I find them intimidating. Yes. You're supposed, they're supposed to be intimidating. I don't think they are. Yes, that's they are. That's the whole point. Yeah, they are. No, I mean, they that's need to where be. I and this, disagree. And you're talking about in New York City, uh, people need to be intimidated by the cop. I don't need to be. You know, they, yes, can you tell, they can tell that I'm the kind of person who's never going to cause a problem. They can tell. You yeah, can look right. at me and know such a thing. <laughs> they, I mean, it's true. I'm, See, I'm clearly... the New York City crime report. <laughs> when he's like... What you think has got to be bedrock 
He just keeps digging. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you, wh what I, about you means you're the type of person who's not going to cause trouble? Well, I mean, it's my demeanor. Your tie? It's the way Your I move. Your white skin? It's not either of those things. <laughs> those things don't hurt. That's why I always wear my white skin Your when I go out. Your fear of police? I, uh, <laughs> look, I, you know, like if I'm around the cops, I don't keep my hands in my pockets. I take my oh, hands out God. of my pockets. I put my hands up. Why would I walk? Yeah, yeah. I walk by. I just, I I just wander around with my hands in the air. And I ask them for autographs, too. <laughs> so I say, I don't get selfies. I say, can I get your autograph? <laughs> like, I've got their rookie card. You know, they're, uh, they're, they're, well, they've gotten more intimidating than they were, you know, like, uh, however many years ago. But Adam 12, you ever watch one Adam 12? Those cops, they look like they're wearing, the, the basic thing of their uniform, it's like a, it's a black shirt and a badge, you know, that's it. Now I it's actually, like they're fully militarized. They got these I belts. actually support some of their, like, you know, uniform and grooming requirements and stuff. Cause I was thinking about this the other day. Grooming requirements, I'm all for it. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's like, you know, I looked at Panatiello and Panatiello was the kind of cop my grandmother would not have told about a break-in. She would have been Pan terrified. Pantaleo. Whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but your Only grandmother... Only black lives matter. What about your grandmother? <laughs> Only black lives. Yeah, no, but, uh, oh, that's not the hashtag. I keep getting it wrong. But, uh, but um, No, my grandmother, you know, he had sleeve tattoos. She would have been intimidated to the crap out of him. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of cops come off Looking as frightening as the people they're supposed well, to be Well, maybe she needed to be strangled. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I mean, admittedly, she's got the same problem when she goes into Starbucks, and I explain to her all the time, you know, I'm sorry, but Caleb isn't a threat to you. Take and, it easy, my grandma. It's yeah. fine. Uh, I mean, you did marry a guy who, you know, killed Nazis. I mean, that's it. Really? Yeah, my grandpa was a World War II vet. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know. He wasn't like a. He was like a Nazi hunter. I think. Like, well, yeah, you, <laughs> you made it sound as if he's like I'm out to kill Nazis. Well, still pretty tough. I mean, you know, they fought Nazis with guns. I, you know, I mean, he's way tougher than anybody I know. <laughs> More tough than anything I've ever conceived of doing. Yeah. Well, uh, I, what about the uh, the idea that they that they have uh, you know their their like Muslim outfits and stuff like that? You know, their hats, the That's Muslim ridiculous. hats. I, you I think don't... they shouldn't be able to wear those? No. I don't. The police force. No, I don't. I well, don't. why not? How can you justify that? If they want to wear it, how can you tell them not to? I think they should have a uniform look to them. Yeah. I also think if there's an actual legitimate reason for these these requirements, I think that that should always trump your bullshit belief in some deity. Now, now who's digging beneath bedrock <laughs> to to <laughs> to insult uh, 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 however many billion uh, how many billions of Muslims? Listen to this show. Yeah, yeah. We have a billion Muslim listeners. Well, I don't think be... you're all terrorists, <laughs> but I think your God is bullshit. Wow. Allah <laughs> is bullshit. Hey, Pope, same thing. Uh-oh. Archbishop uh, of Canterbury, you too. We have to wrap this up. And the head of the Jews, I don't know who he is. The head of the Jews? <laughs> Same thing. You're Neil God Diamond? Too. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know who, who is the head of the I Jews. I don't think they have like a centralized church like that. It's that uh it's it's uh yeah, who that Benjamin Netanyahu or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the president of Israel. Yes. Now in the Bronx, a crime almost That's beyond comprehension, it. except to you, you 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 apparent atheist, a, a large crucifix no, was I, stolen. I do Santeria, the official religion. Of course, Santeria, <laughs> yes. And uh and we the are New gonna York sacrifice a uh, an intern after <laughs> Uh, oops, wait, did I say that out loud? Too early. <laughs> a large crucifix stolen from the wall of a, of a Roman Catholic church in the Bronx. And uh, and, and the, here's a quote from the, you know, I guess the pastor of the church. He says, I'm distressed that crucifix means so much to the people here. I never seen anything like this. 
He's never seen anything like this, Jim. Uh, the shameless sinners likely planned the heist ahead of time, unscrewing bolts that attached the crucifix to a wall before returning to snatch it while parishioners were deep in prayer, as was the attacked uh, Jew students at, at the synagogue. Now, now th- that's the, the sim- we have crimes on uh, houses of worship here. That's not because, good. Because uh, this year is a, is, a, is a crime in a house of God, and then we have in the synagogue a, a crime in the house of God, sort of. Uh, now, uh, the uh, <laughs> it's obviously worse to stab somebody than to steal a, a crucifix. Yeah. Uh, that's why nobody got shot over this. What a police shooting, too. I was like, drop that was a good one. If you've seen the video, it was a good one. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's really up in arms about that one. No, they're not. <laughs> drop the knife. Drop the, kni- drop the fucking knife. A lot of that in the video. Drop the fucking knife. Don't move. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the guy's uh, the guy's dead now, and, and and it's funny. You're right. There isn't a lot, but you know what? You know who they're tacking onto these protests now is this guy who got shot in a stairwell down in Brooklyn. Yeah, the 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 Leong shooting. Can't even think of his name. I don't know the guy's name, but I know the cop is named something Leong. Leong, yeah, yeah Asian yeah. guy. Peter Leong, that's it. Yeah. Are you connecting that to the to the crime? I mean, to the or to the accident? Accidental shooting. It feels like that was an accident. Because he's Asian. Is that what you're saying? Did Asians make more accidents? No, that wasn't what I was saying. I, clearly, it was a comment on his vision. <laughs> oh, damn, I missed the racist uh, joke. <laughs> he shot a guy in a stairwell. He had his finger on the trigger. It was negligent. It was it was a lot of things. I don't think that he intentionally killed him. No, I don't either. But is it because he's... Uh, what, now, they're tacking this on as a thing. Uh, to the We're all so angry about this, uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Leong doesn't rhyme with all that much either. I do sort of think that it does seem like police are very poorly trained. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's you know, that's, I think, one of the biggest things with, with this Garner, with Michael I got th- Brown. I got with, three words for you. Drop the knife. Yeah, no, I think that drop one was a perfectly justified shooting. <laughs> yeah. Guys running around stabbing people. I can't breathe. Hey, drop the knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's that to me is the you know it's just it seems that they're 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 kind of poorly trained, which is ridiculous because they have ample money for training. So the next time they say we don't have any money, and I'm like, you have a freaking body detecting helicopter. Shut up. Body detecting helicopter. Yeah, it, it, it shines lights on people and makes them light up red and orange and stuff in the night. You sound like you're on mushrooms, Jim. <laughs> I, I I I got it to makes ride them in it. Light up red and orange. Did you what? I got to ride in the police helicopter. How did you get that? Um, How did you not call me on this? <laughs> I uh, I uh, represent a lot of the sergeants from the sergeant union of uh, Long Island, and um, for all their like you know their donors and special. People, they were giving us ride. They said you could you could take a ride on the police boat, and it's like fuck that. I've been on a boat. Or you could ride in the police helicopter, and they took me up in the police helicopter. No, is anybody saying boat? Is anyone saying boat? No one wants to. Even people right. who like boats aren't going on boats. Yeah, because people like boats probably have a boat. Yeah, they know the experience. <laughs> people like helicopters don't necessarily have a helicopter. Sure. Yeah. You don't. You don't. Yeah. That's wow. An amazing ride in a helicopter. It was really cool. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, when was this? Oh, this was last year sometime. Oh, man. It's the first time hearing about this. I know. I should have told you. But we no, it was... have been discussing. But this. what they have a thing at this night... This changes they, my perspective on everything. They show a camera, and uh, there's a screen, and the camera actually, like, detects body heat. Body you can heat. see people running. Mm-hmm. It's an all-blue screen, but you can see orange you people. You see them running. You know about this? You can see them running? I do. My dad's a police lieutenant, so... Ah. Oh, how about that? There yeah. you go. Yeah. A police so lieutenant. you've seen the heat-seeking helicopter. Yes, I've not re- rode on it, though. Oh. <laughs> oh well, see, you know, I'm, I'm flying around thinking, 
what feasible crime fighting practicality is this? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe she can explain. Yeah, I mean, please. they probably caught, like, where was this down in, uh, where, Florida? In Florida, from, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and he's lieutenant of uh, a police force down there. Now. He and then does he fly the helicopter? No, 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 no. Oh. That'd be cool if you flew the <laughs> and, and you never got to ride in it either. No, I'm kind of upset. <laughs> no, yeah, you should be, man. It's like the likes of this guy. Again, I know. Get to Anybody ride gets to ride helicopter. the counter now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that no. does seem to be what the New York City police chopper does most of its time, is PR. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I can't imagine what they're using it for in New York City. It's like, oh, the suspect is a black guy running through the streets of Brooklyn. I got him. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's an orange guy, yeah. uh, all lit up and pretty. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think you just answered a lot of problems. I think you just solved a lot of problems, answered a lot of questions. Now, what's what they should be doing is loading up the families. <laughs> into, you want to ride on the helicopter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're sorry about Eric Garner, but we've got a helicopter ride. Say hello to Blue Thunder. You are going to enjoy this. They might, you know what? It might just turn them on this whole crime thing. The coolest part is the pilot looks exactly like the guy from Terminator. <laughs> like he's got the aviator glasses and like the big thing and he like he says things like Roger 104 we're doing a back left <laughs> spin around suspect thing <laughs> shows over clearly yeah, no amazing. no one is listening to the show anymore this has been uh, uh, this helicopter is, really diffuses yeah, it, 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 right? <laughs> it sounds so fun though Jim Jim yeah. thanks for being here again happy to be here and uh, and and once again Mazzy and Polk if you're looking for an attorney this isn't some sort of a joke this is this is this is real you might have a problem you might be somebody who's a criminal you might know somebody who's a criminal you might know somebody who's accused of doing something and they're not a damn criminal uh, it's all the same to this guy, Jim Polk. Uh, Jim Polk of Massey and Polk, and you can contact him at, on his cell phone at uh, what, what's the number again? Jim? Say, say it right into the microphone. Five eight seven nine seven eight six. And this is our kind of firm. We'd represent both Eric Garner and Daniel Paneltiello, however you say his name. He'll represent anyone, yes. <laughs> <laughs> even if you choke somebody to death. That is and that <laughs> is justice working for you. That's justice working for you, not just uh, the white people anymore. Just that would be a good slogan. Justice. It's not just for white people anymore. <laughs> That's more civil rightsy firm than me. Uh, Kim, uh, I, I hope you enjoyed your uh, your 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 stay here. I know you have uh, some time to do um, some some uh, on site stuff. I. I Geez, I, I don't know what you learned. <laughs> that I need to go in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that my dad's Crown Vic sucked. That's what <laughs> the Crown Vic's a fine automobile. Fine automobile. Uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, you can see me uh, doing live stand-up comedy every single week in New York City. If you live here and if you, and if you don't live here, this makes no difference to me. I'm going to hook you up with tickets. Tickets for free to see me uh, do live stand-up comedy. It's that simple. All you got to do is write me, Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail. It's Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail, and I will uh, put you on the guest list, you know. A few of you, maybe. Uh, uh, just write me for tickets. I'm interested. Tell me the date you want to come. Uh, or, you know, we'll work it out. But um, it's it basically every Monday through March, Pat Dixon. Uh, Desperation Tonight is the show. Caroline's 7.30 every Monday, uh, you know, and if you just want to show up and you don't want to deal with me putting you on the guest list, then uh, use the promo code PARTY when you make your online reservation. Please tell me you will at least do that. 
and uh, you get the tickets for five bucks. It helps out a lot because uh, those tickets are they're, they're way more expensive than that. If you're trying to look your best always, which I know we are, uh, you want to get the New York City Crime Report T-shirt. It's it's really uh, it, it's it's quite a uh, it's quite a shirt. You know, it it fits just right. It's uh, to me because at the end of the day, even if it has the name of the show that gives you a reason to live on it, along with the logo and a great slogan on the back, it the it's still a T-shirt. It's still got to look good, and it holds it feels up. Feels good too. It's a very nice material. It is a very. I have nice, one. Thank you, Jim. It's Holtex is is what that's called. We paid a little <laughs> extra to make them look and feel. Just right. New York City Crime Report t-shirt, all you got to do is go to Pat Dixon NYC, go to the page that says t-shirts or shirts or whatever it says, you click on that, you click donate, and you are getting a shirt. Uh, $25 is the uh, thing, at 40 or 50 I guess, if you, you know, it depends on where you live. If, you, if you're way the hell overseas, you know, whatever, we so happy that you would like to get the shirt. A little bit more for postage, uh, and it's all broken down there. <laughs> It's like, uh, the, the, you know, but no, no, no. It's mostly included. That's why I'm saying it's a little more to get it all the way out there. Yeah, yeah, 40 yeah, to get to Europe and 50, I think, for Australia. But, you know, you'd be surprised how many Australians are going to, they're, they're buying more shirts than people here for twice the damn money. So uh, step right. it up, America. Uh, we yeah, appreciate. You don't want those, uh, those uh, dingo-loving bastards don't, to knock us out. We don't say anything disparaging <laughs> about Australians Down here. I, they are a fine continent. like the Conan O'Brien. insult every country to find out where this Please. show is popular. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not do that. I mean, you can insult a lot of countries, but and it wouldn't make a difference. Hey, Ukraine, your your, your regime should nope. last long. We get we get a nice we get a nice uh, contingent of Ukrainians. Uh, now, uh, desperation tonight. Every Monday. Is 7.30, my website, Pat Dixon NYC. That might be where you're listening to the show. I want to say we're obviously not a cave comedy radio anymore. Uh, it's an independent show. Uh, new episodes on my website, and uh, it should all be going up on iTunes. I'm not, uh, you know, they, it's, a, it's a new, uh, everything's changing over, the tag deal, everything. If you have any trouble with the show, all you got to do is write me, Pat Dixon NYC at Gmail again. You can also hit me through the um, Facebook page. Also, um, why don't you follow me on Twitter, for Christ's sake? Pat Dixon on Twitter. Why don't you follow New York City Crime Report on Twitter, NYC Crime Report? Now, I've told you all this stuff, and you're going, well, please, give us some more shit to do. And by the way, now, definitely, there's nobody listening anymore. <laughs> it's it's over. Hang up the phone, you know, for God's sake. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> uh, if you... Now, I was on... Uh, you know, I've done television, uh, comedy on television before. Oh, yes, Jim, yes. I, You know, it's like a half-hour special on Comedy Central and, you know, Network Ferguson. I've been... I forgot. I mean, it was like international shit. And I made my yeah. international debut in England a few years ago with uh, The World Stands Up. And I was... I was I was on on uh, the best week ever, you know. Yeah, I was for a, a long they, time. Yeah, the, re, the reboot. The only reason one, to watch that show. One season, uh, <laughs> and then they go, "You're done," and uh, and people see me all the time on TV Land. Uh, you know, best night done's great. Uh, I was uh, I always appear as a comedian, right? Pretty yes. much, or some sort of correspondent. I was on a television show recently on uh, on investigation discovery it was over this past weekend momsters is the name of the show yes i and saw I was, you uh, yeah I, oh, did you really oh cool yeah, i'm flipping channels and uh, and all of a sudden there's pat dixon staring at me <laughs> oh god that's terrifying like he's, he's he's commenting on a he's commenting on a on a moms who've gone bad hosted by roseanne Barr. yeah janet chayuzzi was the case that yes. i was uh, giving my uh, my opinions on and and 
just kind of doing there what I do here. So, uh, and it says under my name, New York City Crime Report. Now, if you want to follow Investigation Discovery and tell them we love seeing Pat Dixon on that show, hey, that's that's your business. You know, I wouldn't tell you not to do that. It's ID something. You can, you know, whatever. Investigation Discovery. I'm happy to have done it, and I'm uh, I'm I'm really happy to have done this show. This has been a good show, I think. Yeah. I don't like to sit here and toot my own horn about a show that should have been over four minutes ago. <laughs> but sometimes that's the way it goes. Hey, uh, listen, uh, you know, the, the show is free. I know you guys enjoy uh, listening to it. You must if you're still listening to them now. Uh, if you want to follow at Discovery ID and tweet at them, then go ahead. Let them know you're a fan. Now, um, we uh, appreciate that. Oh, by the way, one more thing. There's one more thing. The stand. Go to the stand last Tuesday of the month. Now, the next one is December 30th. I'll see you at the stand comedy club December 30th. If you're coming to the city, look me up, and I'll tell you where to see some great stand-up comedy. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.